maniac. Hi, baby. Oh, God, that's my son. That's how he acts. Say, 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 say hi to your dad. This is what he gives us. He's messed up. Oh, John. <laughs> it's just love, you know. We, you know, we we express love in different ways. You know? I don't know if that's love. That's just uh, crazy kids. <laughs> no. Uh, Marcus, do you like movies? Yes, I do. Yeah, hey, uh, Mr. Rugged Man, do you like movies? Yeah, yeah, I like movies. Uh, this is Zebras in America, episode something, the greatest movie podcast ever made that came out in New York in the late. 2000s. Anyways, this is a very exciting episode um, brought to you by Long Island and Dunkin' Donuts. And we have a very special guest, Ari the Rugged Man. Don't uh, give Dunkin' Donuts an endorsement, man. Come on. Brought Fair to, enough. Let's give some, let's, like, brought to you by Nature Sounds and, you know, the new Pete Rock album. No, I was just kidding. I mean, brought <laughs> if it were to, up I mean, to me, they, they, given Nature yeah. Sound and Pete Rock a shot, if it were up to I don't me, even yeah, think Pete, been, I don't even think Nature Sound put out Pete's new album. I'm no, just, but his new album is great. I'm just dropping shit. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they gave, was, Nature Sound gave me an ASR10 uh, for free off of Craigslist. I went to go get one. I didn't have a car at the time, so I went there and they were like, "Where's your car?" And I was like, "I don't have one." And he's like, "You gonna take this on the subway?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You know what? I feel too bad. Just take it." And so I. Oh yeah. yeah, that sounds like that. Yeah, so brought to you by the new Pete Rock album that that the, those SP twelve. Who else got Return of the SP twelve hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bun B go. Static Selector have a new album out that's actually pretty good. Yeah, his Planet album. Asia has a new record out that's pretty uh, good. like this a street album, which is the precursor to his album that he's doing with DJ Scratch, which is came out of nowhere. But I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, um, yeah. brought yeah. to you by Brancaccios. Yeah, you're right. Why am I giving Dunkin' Donuts? Sometimes you like try to come up with stuff, and yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But we yeah we're here with uh, with uh, rap legend film film critic film, film writer <laughs> film, film, critic. film critic film writer uh, you know actor uh, actor I ain't an actor I I saw you acting in Bad Biology I was yeah all right that that you know Shakespearean role I was really going in on. <laughs> was, you know as uh, as Billy Shake said uh, you know brevi- <laughs> brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. Um, you know, so you've you've been working, creating for many many years. Uh, you know, remember I remember hearing of you as Crustified Dibs many yeah, many moons yeah. ago. But teenage, we're teenage boy, crazy. But we're crazy we're here we're boy. here to talk about cinema. Uh, thank you so much for for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. No, so you just record it into a iPhone like that. You, you don't even what's an app. It's a and it works well, huh? Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll hear it, and then we do a little post editing stuff after the fact. Yeah, it's all oh, wow. Here. All right, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because when I do a podcast, I have like a fucking film guy in a studio, and it's like it's overkill. Yeah. We don't. We need used to that, do right? our USB we mics. We used that. to have USB mics in the car right? with with my laptop. Yeah, you drive it was around. a lot of work. Yeah, and there's no difference. Minimal, nominal. Oh, shit. So yeah. I, I was recording with like. I was I bought a bunch of SM57s and like had stuff and was like mixing it and I was like this is sounding the same wow it's crazy especially when you run it through pro tools or something after it's just a little more work on the back end but yeah, that's yeah, fun yeah. cuz like, if my my voice is too too low and bassy you could just boost me up right yeah yeah, yeah? <clears throat> cuz that's usually the case yeah, you know, like everybody got high voices, and then you got me, yo, feel that bass line, yo, yo. <laughs> Another thing, a very distinctive voice in 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 hip hop. Yeah, uh, as yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't sound like uh, 
like they uh, have a pair of pliers on my testicles and no yeah. high. Yeah. You know, I don't have one of those those kind of voices. You know. <laughs> that I've never heard of rappers described as ones of people that have flyers on their testicles. Oh yes, you before. have. Yes, you have. You know, most right. of most of hit records on the radio is like, meh, meh. Yeah. you know, it's like they used to be like, you know, bass. How low can you go? You know, the yeah. Chuck D, and Chuck D voice, Big, Big, Daddy, Big Kane Daddy Kane yeah. voice. Exactly. See, he knows a, the best. The best and description ever. Into, rest in peace, Combat Jack. He always said Big Daddy Kane sounded like everyone's father. When he ran, which is like I, I I get that. But I mean, there were a couple of high pitched dudes, you know, Farside and yeah, which Souls I wasn't a mischief. fan of it. That's Souls funny. Those, those are the groups I didn't like. That's funny. I, I mean, I, I I respect what they were doing, sure, and, and all of that stuff. Well, Souls, I, those are my boys. But but um, when Farside came out and he came out like, and then my younger days and I'm a It's the one classic hip hop record that the world loves, and every time you put it on, mm. the world will bump it. It's a song I could never get into. And it's not hate. It's just, it's just my preference. And it's because of what you just said. Because when he starts coming in with that high-pitched, and then I'm like, why do I have to be such a nerd? You know, like, I, was like, I was like, yo, who is this group? Because yeah. I, like I said, I came from that, the Melly Mel era and come up, come up with these dudes where, where when you very, bar- had the very bass The only dude who had like a high-pitched voice, but he had like such a... Uh, like ego and confidence was Milk D, who I could, you know, I, sure. I, I messed with that. It was like it was like you know, you know. He said when that album came out, people thought it was a it was a girl. Sometimes, of course, yeah, of course, because yeah. it was super high pitched and, and light sounded had a more of a manly kind of voice. Yeah, you know what? Well, whatever manly supposed to be than than what what Milk had. And yeah. Milk had Milk was the one, and he did the song "The Questions." Where he, you know, it's before all the DMX did it after him, M did it mm-hmm, after him, mm-hmm. where, where he starts off calm. Yeah. And he's kind of rapping in a regular voice. Yeah. And then, and by the middle of the record, he's getting pissed off and screaming, and then he calms down again. Like, that was his style, like, for that one particular record. And many people did that style after that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, a hip hop historian. To, yeah. To some, yeah, he definitely. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to have all your movie nerds coming on here like, what are they talking about? Please. No, we talk, we about, talk about, so about battle rap. rap. We like, talk about pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, like deep cut pro wrestling. We talk about deep cut battle rap. So I, also, at this point, we're almost on episode 100. Our yeah. fans are used to this. And the thing by, is, like, by, by we, we evaluate movies. Like, I'll, I'll, I evaluate an Adam Sandler movie the same way I evaluate a Claire Denis movie. I might like Claire Denis films more, but I evaluate everything the same way. And we grew up loving rap music loving because we've talked about this how like the hype of of 90s independent rap music and also finding out about film in the 90s was a very similar sort of thing like you hear about something before you even see it or you're like oh i gotta go i gotta go to footwork or i gotta go to kim's to find this thing to hear this thing and you find out that there there is this intersection of all this shit because i was like you're so I grew up a bunch. So when I was in my late teens, early adulthood, or whatever, um, all of my friends worked at Mass Appeal, and I would always get a free copy. And you had a an article there talking about film. Yeah, they wanted me to be the 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 movie critic for the uh, for the website. I mean, I, before the website. No, you were, you were you were on the you were in the print magazine, and yeah, and yeah like, I, I was the columnist, the monthly movie you're, critic. Your you helped me rethink how I t- thought about film, man. I really, I really loved that. I loved those articles. Well, you know, what's funny about that. It was a time before the internet where like, yeah. people could just, you yeah. know, go on Twitter and be like, you're a piece of shit, you know, fuck yeah. this article. Yeah. So I would write stuff that would piss people off so much 
that Mads Pill would literally get like 10 page letters of hate. Like, like they read me like this one hate guy that was like, and he's so ignorant. Like he really, because I wrote an article called uh, "Movies That Make Stupid People Feel Smart." Well, you know? I'm, I'm. That's the one I'm that, on that actually made me because only wanna... because generally speaking, but I love Todd Haynes. Yeah, and the older <laughs> I get now, me, right? the yeah. older I get now, I real. I mean, Safe is one of my favorite movies ever. So the far, the more older I got, I was like, oh, Far From Heaven. There's a lot of shit that really bothers me about this. We don't have to get into that. There's yeah, a lot of yeah, dumb yeah. things in Far From Heaven. But when you're 21, it's like Todd Haynes. Well, he still is, but that movie's a masterpiece. But so, I'm 37, yeah, yeah. I'm like, eh, not so, not so much. I remember reading in one of your articles saying that Visitor Q was the movie that American Beauty wished it was. I did say that. Uh, you said that. That sounds like something I would say. And I haven't seen the film in a long, long time, but and, that makes total sense. And yeah, what it is. was dope was one, I was like, oh, I just thought I'm supposed to like American Beauty because everyone did told me I was supposed to like it. Yeah. My, my, my taste for movies was not as discerning as it was for music. And this sort of idea that like, oh, you, like, you, could just, you, you would say stuff that people would call out of pocket, but clearly from... A learned perspective. You clearly love movies. Yeah, like you knew what. The I would fuck say some real ignorant, obnoxious shit. But you know what the fuck you're talking but, but, about. But but exactly. I would say it with a little back behind it. Yeah, I yeah, because because you because you were because you were talking about Visitor Q very smartly, and then I was like, I need to find this movie, and it took me years to find the movie. It wasn't like that easy to find, yeah, yeah. and then I saw it, and I was like, oh fuck, this movie is this movie is wild. There's like. Uh, and like, there's like weird incest and like people getting hit in the head with bricks and all that shit. And I was like, oh, I get it. And what's funny is, you know, I recently watched uh, Bad Biology, which you wrote, and I was like, um, this, this is, this is what, this is what the movie Nymphomaniac wishes it was. Oh, okay. shit. The, the Lars wow. von, von Trier movie well, about sex. Well, there's certain shots in the Lars von Trier film that actually. You know how you do those, those oh, yeah. Yeah. The side by side, the side so, by yeah. side things. Yeah. I seen a couple. I said, well, it's a little like that one, but but I don't even know if Laws saw that film. You know, but you, but, never, know. you, know, you never know. Yeah. I, I'm not a, um, you know, a film like Bad Biology. We literally didn't have one nickel for the actual production. All of the money went because Frank wanted to shoot it on 35 millimeter. Mm. So every single nickel went to film ends. And 35 camera and, yeah. and you know, uh, processing and all of that stuff. So the actual production, like casting, wardrobe, you know, locations, there was no, like, it was all like, it's like, right. you and know, so that whole entire movie cost about, you know, uh, what it cost to make that movie cost about what it took, you know, four minutes to shoot, you know, four minutes of a regular movie, you know, right. like yeah. a large man Trier movie. Yeah. They, you yeah. know, with the budget we had, he could have shot two minutes of his movie. But like, yeah. the, you know the, I mean? but like so. the conceit of what they were trying to get at that movie, I thought y'all went and was just a much darker, more interesting way. And also another thing from that mass appeal thing was you, you, you were betting Steven Spielberg that he couldn't make a movie for ten grand or whatever. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, it's a, dude, you know, it's I'm telling you that article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those was, articles meant something. I, I named all the big pretentious directors. I said, hey, give us. Give us this amount of money yes. to make a film. I, I forget that I wrote all of that stuff. See, these are like you yeah. know, an article. It's like it's not like the internet. So you don't you know when am I going to see it again? So I haven't. I wrote it what twelve? No, no, no. Like over twelve. Years more over because I was in uh, college. Early so this was early two thousand ninety five. Maybe no, no, no. It was, no, it was no, in the it was early 01, 02. Oh, so so what? Fifteen years ago? Yeah, sixteen years ago. So these are yeah. thoughts that you have. You write them down. You hand them, and you never read them again. So I'm not. And a lot of this stuff isn't digitized. Yeah, I remember that. I, I said, I said, hey, for ten, we could give you something more, more uh, interesting. 
than, than this guy, that guy. I remember and, doing and, that channel. And that, and that was what funny. pushed me to check out other stuff. Like, like for me, like reading your stuff was as important as like reading Armin White back then when he was well, when he was well, still back then when he was still oh, on no. when he was still doing his he thing. Stopped. Just the the idea of don't let anybody else tell you how to have taste. Enjoy what you well, enjoy. Well, that's what I was. So I remember. So in college, early late teens, early twenties, when you're that's when you're extra film snobby. So it was just like, if it's not, oh, you know, Tarkovsky, Clint, all the, the, the fancy foreign names. But I grew up on certain movies, so you interviewed Jamal Fanaka. Oh, and I was like, greatest century. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember, and not so much that, you talked about stuff besides just the penitentiary movies. And I remember being like, I like these movies too. Like, because I don't oh, know if you John noticed now, a legend, on man. film Twitter, a legend. on film Twitter now though, it's like, there's this appreciation for loving Tarkovsky and loving Van Damme. But there was a period where it was, it was such a hard line, like... You were a Philistine if you liked, you know, like, B-movies. Everyone loves everything now, which is fine. But film which Twitter, it's important. Film Twitter but there was a period where it wasn't. Yeah, but Jamal Fanaka is an under, underrated legend. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, his films are silly and they're fun and they're crazy. But the one thing with Jamal Fanaka that, and, and, you know, especially now that, you know, Black Panther and, you know, black films are taking off and Spike finally got the Oscar and, you know, they talk about blacks in Hollywood and this and that. The, no one ever mentions Fanaka because he's not prestigious. No. But, but the thing that they don't understand is... That Fanaka, he, he, he was just a street dude, right? Yeah. Living in Compton. He went to film school to get out the streets. He, 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 like he said in the interview, um, he was going to rob a bank. Him and his boys were, and he seen a sign that said, hey, you want to be a filmmaker? <laughs> and, and he said, fuck it. He went to film school. He made three feature films. Ended up making a movie about bank robbing. Three <laughs> feature films in film school. Right. In UCLA. And Penitentiary, which he made in UCLA. Yeah ended up being the highest grossing independent film of 1980. Yeah. Or 81 or 80? Uh, I think it was 80. No, well, 79. 79. I usually know this stuff perfectly. Yeah, I think it was 79. But, 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 you know, the biggest grossing film, I think he made it 79 and it was the biggest grossing mm. of 80. Something like mm. that. I, I hate not knowing exact numbers. But how come that's not mentioned? This is a black man from the streets from Compton who made a fucking film in UCLA that become the highest grossing independent film of the goddamn year, and, and it's never mentioned. No, if you say who's Jamal Fanaka, no one will even well, know the name. Because there's this. It goes back to I think, and this is, and as a black person, I I feel awkward saying it, but it's also the truth. There's a lot of people want prestigious and shininess, and they want to kind of put that like like a Jamal, like they want the Spike Lee, they want the Black Panther. It, it, it's it, this is a whole nother podcast of just elitism and just like unnecessary embarrassment of like this is part of our culture too. Like don't just just because there's like. I don't. Know, I don't want to get into it, but it, it essentially it, it goes into that. It's like you everything. Go, in, go into well, it. Well, everything isn't Morgan Freeman. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah. like there's ignorance well, to it, and, and and an embracement of, of 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 ignorance too. And also, just because there's like ignorance, like the technical skill that it takes to make a feature film at his age at the time, like it's not just he slapped some ignorant stuff together. Yeah. Like it takes skill and talent to do everything and, and to did, entertain you know? and exactly. to give something that all of the exactly. masses went out yeah, to I don't see. Know why the, I the, the whole the whole the whole entire, you know, world went to see this thing, you know, yeah. that and takes no talent, you know, no, it takes a lot of no talent money to make these and, sort of and, things. And the other thing, what you were talking about, you know, where now they want to make sure that it's prestigious and it's Morgan Freeman, it's Black Black Panther film. That's the same thing that was going on in the seventies because um, when you look at the films, like you, you see Shaft coming out and then Superfly, Shaft was was appreciated by the black community and and and, and not just the street, but the black community. Oh, it's a prestigious film because Gordon Parks is yeah. prestigious. Yeah. But then when his son did Superfly, it's he it's away to me after. to me yeah. yeah he passed away. Not he did a few films after that yeah. too, Three the Hard Way stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, Superfly, 
they, they say, well, it's a bad stereotype of the black community and this and that. But tell me a better and they, sexy and they try, scene. And they, but they tried to pull, break apart. You know, black sports. black is a bad movie for black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yo, know, black black community that's talking about that. You sound like the old Catholic Church back in that's the day. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah. here's the thing. You know, Black Caesar was was James Cagney. It was it was it was, yeah, it was yeah. Ed, 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 Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. But a black man being able to do it and say, "Yo, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take over your town." So, so that wasn't Rock a negative. Town, dude. It Rock wasn't town, a negative just, stereotype. Yeah. Fred Williamson as a per- just him who he was as a per- super Superfly was so groundbreaking because now you have you have the way he rebelled. Do you remember the scene in Superfly where? At the very end, the cop comes up to him, mm. and he just he says he says, "Oh, you're a drug addict, this that that." The cop mm-hmm. and, and 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 he he says, "You know, Superfly just takes out coke right in front of the cop, sniffs the coke, smacks the cop up, takes." He said, "Yo, I, I know people who know your family. I have you killed them out of here." You know, so so they said, That's "Oh, subversive. That's, exactly. Yes, it's the yeah, most pro-black yeah, ending yeah, ever." Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. the th- but the thing is, oh, they want us to be pimps. They want us to be coke dealers. Right, right, they want right. us to be this, and that's true to a degree for certain things. But look, but look, also look, people look, are complicated. But look, people are not people monolithic. Are, yeah, and exactly. it also ties into the, the and, problem as a, the prestigiousness too. A lot of times it just to do with black people assimilating into white culture. It's like we can do what you do too, and it's not. It shouldn't always be like we want our own thing. Like stop. Unfortunately, it's true. A lot of times, it's trying to just prove something to white people, which is the corniest shit. Corniest shit ever. Ever. Just tell the look at the Palmer Scarface. You know that that Superfly did everything in that movie. Yeah. Just not as big budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a decade before it. You yeah. know, it was the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Groundbreaking soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. Was soundtrack. Was well, most of those like that. I just want Sweetback. Like a lot of them. You know, the big payback was supposed to be the soundtrack for Hell Up in Harlem, and fucking Larry Cohen refused it. Wow. I did not know that. It's crazy, know right? That. It's like know. it's it's James Brown's best wow. record. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know a sweet wow. sweet back that's that's Earth Wind and Fire before they were before Earth they were exactly before they were Earth Wind and wow, Fire. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. yeah. They, they, Have you ever seen Badass? Yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's a whole set. Uh, what's his name? Raheem Raheem from Juice is is the lead guy. He plays the lead guy from Earth Wind and Fire in that in that movie. And yeah. I, I oh, you, oh, you talking about the uh, the movie about the mob, about the Mario directed a movie? Yeah, I interviewed Melvin for Vibe magazine at that time. When that film was coming out, oh wow, yeah, yeah, I, I said oh, we, 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 we wouldn't was be cool so guy. silly to think yeah. you hadn't seen Sweet Sweet Back. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no. I would just, I would just cop any Xenon films that would be at uh, Beat Street. Because yeah, yeah. I would just buy cassettes because I didn't know anything. There was no internet when yeah. I was a teenager. You just. And then I saw Sweetback's Badass Song. I saw um, Story of a Three-Day Pass. I saw The Dolomites. I saw Dolomite 2, which I think, honestly, is, is superior to Oh, Dolomite. it's way better than Dolomite. Yeah. Human Tornado is the superior. I think that's Human well-known. Human Tornado is... I think that's well-known. Yeah, the music yeah. is incredible. Yeah, but the, isn't that well-known? The, the film, I don't know. The I, know that Human Tornado well, is better the, See, Dolomite. I don't know Dolomite's if I would know, part. because a lot of folks in my circle, like... Whether it be the black film folks or just the regular film folks, like Dolomite, to this Dolomite, oh, that's a, you know what I mean? No, so I, I can't really have a conversation about classes, Dolomite there's this to, to, classism, to film folk. There's you know, so I, I would level, know. Next level. There's classism <clears throat> about exploitation yeah. films, and I just think it's bullshit because, like, sometimes the most subversive shit, I just, but I just want to, one thing, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. I met one of the people who worked on Superfly, and I was like, dude, like, how, did y'all realize that that, scene in the bathtub where you're, where they're smoking a joint is like yeah. the sexiest scene like in cinema and like, we had sort of an idea but we didn't know because i just yeah. i just i love that right, scene right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. just because because if you ever had those special moments with a partner where it's just like just smoking a joint i mean i haven't smoked weed in like 20 years but when i used to 
but I was just like, I just want that sort of scene. Sure. But yeah, like, I remember, uh, what is that, shit, what is that movie, um, Switchblade Sisters? Yeah, of course, Switchblade Jack Sisters. Films. Like, yep, yep. that movie, like, there's just a, like, a random scene where she goes see her friend who are, like, radicalized reading from the Red Book about Mal. Like, yeah, you're yeah. going to tell me that, that is, that's low art? Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, well, Jack Hill is a great director. You know, yeah. he, he's made some crap, but he's also made some great films. And Switchblade Sisters is one of them, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Black and Spider Man. Baby as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's the same director, but, like, Black Mama, White Mama. I would just, I was just trying to, I would buy whatever I could buy at Beat Street with, with the money I had, any VHS because you'd see the little previews, and I just remember just like being obs- I would watch Human Tornado like once a week, mm-hmm. and I and I yeah. really thought for a while. What do you think about this? Uh, who's the guy that did Black Snake Moan? What's his name? The guy that did Hustle and Flow. I'm not a fan. Craig, uh, what's his name? But he's doing a Dolomite movie. Craig, it, it, which he's just, also which he's just also continues making, my issue. He's the, he's it, also making Coming to America. <coughs> oh, he's doing it too. Oh, I guess because Eddie Murphy is you know uh, yeah. having a good time with them on a set. He's probably enjoying working with him or something. So he put yeah. him on that one maybe. Like it, it's, I, it's, I it's easy. I think Eddie some, Murphy. They're making yeah. triplets. Eddie Murphy, uh, the sequel to Twins. Oh, and Eddie, Eddie Murphy's the third twin or something? That could yeah. be fun. I don't know. I, I think it's easy to call a guy like him, I don't know, like a fetishist, but I do. it's just something about... I almost want him to make a movie about white people just so I could feel a little more comfortable. Just I'm, 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 I guess I'm not a I fetishist. Like, I like, <laughs> I really I like Hustle and Flow, but... <laughs> but I, mean, but, I don't know his films. I I, I never Black seen Snake Hustle and Flow, believe it or not. Yeah. And, and I think I saw, I Black, Snow, Sna- I saw Black Snake in the theater, and, and I, didn't I wasn't care for that. blown out. I, yeah. I didn't understand. I was like, yeah. it's kind of just, you gave someone a budget to do what? You know? yeah, like, and I also yeah. think, unfortunately, he does that thing, too, where like when he's being, been in, he hasn't done anything big recently, but when he, those two years, between those two movies, he did a lot of interviews, and he's totally the like, I'm down. I know black people because I made these two movies, and when you have to announce that, it, like I'm always, I'm a little. Yeah. What like, I found eh. interesting about yeah. Hustle and Flow was just that I heard he was, it was good, though. He I was able good. to tell a story where someone is like clearly an abhorrent human being and a bad rapper, and you're sort of rooting for him. Yeah, and you're like everyone kind of knows he's kind of a bad rapper. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I appreciate though the music making scenes because they really get done. Like they go to the store, they get an no, NPC, no, they get a they microphone. No, they use the NPC incorrectly. They do. <laughs> they do. Okay, yeah, you got that. That's not how yeah, but you sure. Sure. movies, movies, sure. movies, movies I though. I don't. You sure. know what? Because sure. you know, I, and then when you put on a ballet movie, a ballerina is gonna be like, "Well, you don't stand like that." And, well, you know, funny. Like, I had, and, and then the soldier is gonna be like, "Stallone held his gun like this," and you know, like, like it's right. a fucking movie. You know, you know, Sean C. Right. Uh, uh, the producer, producer, yeah, yeah live yeah, records. Yeah, he was oh, a consultant yeah, yeah, course, sure, on the Wu Tang yeah. show, and no, he was no, saying, no, Maddie he, C, right? No, Mad- this is Sean C. He was he was one of the X Men back yeah, in the day. Oh, okay, and okay, okay. He signed Mob Deep, Big Pun, all the loud guys. But yeah, he, but wait, he's it a cons- Mad- it was Maddie and and was it Sean? Maddie and Sean. I, I, there's two. Di- there's a Maddie C. Well, it's Sean C and LV were okay, the, okay, the okay, production okay, team. Okay. But he was saying he worked on the Wu Tang show. Because they hired him to literally show them how to hit the SP12 and NPC wow. right. My buddy DJ Ease, he was Dr. Dre's hands in the NWA movie when he was like DJing. So they get, yeah, so, yeah. but I can't as a technical person and a, a music gear nerd. I'm I'm kind of with Scott on that one. It's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not how it, how. It, how yeah, it I just fun. remember even being a kid, yeah. like 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 when Rambo came out, they'd be like, well, Stallone's not even a Vietnam vet. How can he play that? I'm really? like, he's called acting. You know, oh, yeah. that, oh, that's <laughs> next level. I don't know. I don't know about that. that yeah, that's yeah, next yeah. level. Like, yeah. He's a fucking actor. You know? Yeah. Well, well, also like first, first but now they're getting a little crazy with that. One of my favorite movies. Well, Rambo Two is better. Interesting. <laughs> you know, they're why? different. They're different types of movies. Well, well First Blood. Yeah, yeah, First Blood. No one gets killed. 
Yeah, the guy falls out of a fucking helicopter because he throws a rock at him by accident because you're in America so you can't murder people in America but you can get ignorant and put them in another country and you can give them a machine gun and you can kill a fucking hundred people so that that was Rambo 2 so Rambo 2 he was was in another country so he's allowed to kill 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 so that's why it was a more fun movie to me I'm 12 years old and he's fucking blowing up everybody in first blood he's just like you know, he puts a you know, knife victim, right there, he's neck, he threatens. And the one know. guy, he does die, he throws a rock to protect himself, and he falls out of the helicopter yeah, by accident. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I want to see Rambo also, killing motherfuckers. Yeah. Rambo 3 was my biggest disappointment ever. I hate it. Yeah, I, I wasn't no, I like Rambo 2. Uh, yeah, but Rambo 3 is not terrible. so much. Rambo 4 is like... 4 I like a lot. Rambo 4, it, from an ignorance standpoint, yeah. it just gets extra ignorant. Yeah, I love like, how ignorant what's, what's the yeah. What's the Walter Hill Deliverance movie? Oh, oh Southern Comfort. I like yeah, that, that's, cause that's yeah. like that's got Rambo plus Deliverance sort yeah. of vibe. I like that one. I like that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I even sort of like Bullet to the Head. Was that Walter Hill's last yeah, movie? Yeah, I didn't love it. I wanted no. He did. He did a couple things, but nothing. I, I'm a fan yeah. of Walter Hill, but I don't like too much of his current stuff. You know, his more his more couple. Oh, that was couple like of decade or two. That was Jason Momoa's first look, wasn't it? Bullet to the Head. He was one of like the main henchmen in that movie. Yeah, they want him. He's yeah. yeah they really trying to push him. That was on the cover of Film Comment when Bullet to the Head came out. They they were really trying to. That was at the height of the like. Let's like all all movies are let's let's like everything, which I appreciate because it's like all the directors I primarily love would get love from Film Comment. Yeah, so I like yeah. seeing Stallone on the cover of like yeah. the prestigious New and York Walter Hill Film made Festival. Some great movies. Of course well, he did. What was good with Walter Hill recently was because Edgar Wright did the the car movie. So, yeah, ba- baby driver. Yeah, baby yeah. driver. Did so, you like baby driver? I thought it was okay. I, I liked that's, it. That's what. Yeah, but um, I, I wanted to like it more than I did. I liked sure, it. Sure, sure. Same. You know, uh, uh, because I like Edgar, Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he does all these tremendous, amazing lists of his favorite films, and I agree with so many. Like really long lists. Yeah, 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 and they're yeah, great, yeah, great, 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 great taste in film. Yeah. So when he did Baby Driver, it kind of gave a new. You know, he was bringing Walter Hill out to say, "Hey, the driver that Walter Hill did was one of my big influences." So that yeah. film got rediscovered. I like. When things like that happen when like a new school director comes and brings the OG on the scene and gets them rediscovered. <clears throat> so I love, was so I love Reffin so much. Like he's and I think he'll say that like Reffin's very arrogant. He's very full of himself, but he's like he's another guy that just brings yeah, out y- 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 Yodorowsky. Just like hey, hard. this is my mentor. This is no, it. Like he, he always, you he, know what I mean? Such a, it's like such a love or hate with that guy because sometimes when you hear him talk, he's so pompous and. You know about Reffin? Yeah. Oh, that's arrogant. Percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Did you see the one when William Freakin put him in his place? Yeah. Like, like, yes. He's like, he's like yes. my film's a masterpiece. And, yeah. and Freakin's like, what? Come on. Get yeah. yourself a doctor. Yeah. But, because but he's yeah. very, he's, Freakin's a very blunt guy, especially yeah, at this yeah. age. He's the kind of guy. Did you hear his Marin interview? Oh. When he kind of, cr- he was on What the Fuck with Marin, and then he was, t- they were talking about the whole, like, Film is pure, and then he's like, Freakin's like, no, shoot digital. And then, like, it just crushed every, like, all the Tarantino, (laughs) Paul Thomas Adams guys, like, wait, you're not supposed to say that. And he was just like, do you know how how difficult it was shooting movies on film and how expensive? Yeah. Now you digital, you could just do whatever you want. No, fuck film. Just you know, tell, you know, tell you know how you story. said Ruffin. Yeah. Uh, how you say his name? Ruffin. 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 You know Ruffin. how you said he brings out directors. You you said Alejandro. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You know which which yeah, but that's a guy that. You know, indie film. We all know him. That's a big, you know, that's a big name in that world. Like Johnny Depp loves him. Like a lot, a lot of. It's, it's I'd rather love say him, they, they love Holy Mountain and, and El Topo. They love just they those like two movies. Sangre. They don't like Sangre. Something exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fondo and Elise and like all and the recent stuff. Movies, he's exactly. His movies are good. But I'm yeah. about to give yeah. reference yeah. uh, 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 some props here. Mm. You know who he shouted out? Fucking Andy Milligan. 
Oh wow! Do you know who Andy Morgan oh, is? Oh, I know now because you had, hey, hey. I watched. You had me watch. Oh, I made you watch the weirdo. Yeah. 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 Did you watch it? Yes, I did. You watched the weirdo. Yes, I did. What did you think of? It's on a certain <laughs> streaming website. Yeah, it's on a certain streaming website that we can't say. You said that fucking thing. Well, we're gonna interview. Yeah. So no. I was just watching it at my house. No, no. So, so Andy Milligan, out of all directors, and Andy Milligan was was this, uh, uh, just this playwright. This, this. He did all these plays in the village, and he was like, you know, he was in the gay community. He got married, but he was gay. It was so nobody understood. And then he had a boyfriend, who ended up going like uh, going to jail for bombing abortion clinics. He, like it's the weirdest Jesus. thing. But and then Andy died, uh, got AIDS, and died poor of AIDS. Nobody would finance his films anymore. And some people say he's like the worst filmmaker of all time. And some people go, yeah, you know, he 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 wasn't the best technician, but like he told stories his way, and he did what he did, and he was a filmmaker and a playwright. So uh, and he put a lot of themes in his films that a lot of people didn't put in their films. So whatever. Um, but Ruffin, however you say his name, uh, he was shouting out, and I'm like Milligan, like I no that. human I being shouts that. out Milligan. So you got like what you were that. saying about him shouting out these obscure. That's why I said. You know, uh, Jared. I can never say his name. Jardowski. Jardowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I could yeah. understand. I could see him shouting that guy out. Right. But when he was shouting out Andy fucking Milligan, I, I didn't like, know that until oh, you just said shit. that. Yeah. And, and but also like Reffin is is someone that he has such. A, I I've never really met someone like guess like him and like the Wachowskis have such standard deviations of people that either love or hate those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. Cause, sure. Because sure. people like. Like people love Drive, but then only God forgives they came hate out. Only God forgives, which is which is a far superior movie to I Drive. Agree. And then I love uh, both, Fear I Fear agree. X comes out, which is an excellent film, but nearly yeah. did bankrupt. It's, 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 it's so unseen. I don't when, even know the film. <clears throat> when Bronson came out, they kept saying this is Nicholas Winding Refn's first English language movie. It's oh, like, so it was no. an earlier one. It was before. Yeah. 2003. Okay. It's James Remar, John Turturro, Deborah Kara Unger. Um, Brian Eno score. Brian Eno score. Yeah, excellent, excellent movie. Wait, you know? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I saw that in the theater. Did yeah. you? No, I wow. saw, so before I knew who he was. No, no, yeah. When I was writing I mean, yeah. for Mass Appeal, was it was it? That it was time? probably around. Yeah, because it okay. came out in two thousand three. Okay. No, I saw that. Come out I saw that, that film theatrically. Yeah. I just didn't put two and two. Uh, um, when I was writing for Mass Appeal, Mass Appeal would hit me up with emails and say, "Hey, they want to know if you want to review wow. this film and that film." So I got an invite to see Fear X in the movie theater, and I, I never put Ruffin with the film, and yeah. I don't even remember what, what's in the movie or happens. I just yeah. remember it was a John Turturro film. Yeah. He's just trying that. to find the guy that killed yeah, his wife. I, I saw that film, but I don't remember wow, if I liked well, it or hated it. I don't remember <clears throat> anything about it. It was a lot of years ago. It couldn't have stuck, you know, I couldn't have liked it too much. I believe that, because one of the issues with that movie was, because you're, I mean, you're many, but one of the things you're into, not just horror, like Friday the 13th, but just like Hen and Lotter stuff, and that... That movie, Fear X, kept getting all these like ads in Fangoria oh, and whatnot, and it's, it's the most not Fangoria type. Yeah, movie. It's not even a horror movie. It, it's a it, it's a psychological thriller. So people were expecting like, a, and the way the trailers cut, people were expecting this bloody bloodbath, and it's just no. It's like the slow meditative grief movie, just about this guy who's trying to find the guy that killed his wife, and he doesn't even know what he's gonna do when or if he finds this guy. It's a totally you know. You know, yeah. my favorite uh, film from from Ruffin is. Uh, the one it's one another one of the polarizing ones that some people hate, some people love is the um, which the one with uh, Daco uh Dakota's little sister, uh, oh, Neon Demon, fan. Neon Demon, that's awesome. Yeah. Is uh, yeah. I thought it was tremendous, I loved it, loved yeah. it, and and I, I don't recommend it to my people because I know some people just think it's pretentious and terrible and like you know, sure, jerk me sure. off and what the fuck sure. is this, bullshit, you know. But two but, things can be true at the same time, something no, can be jerk I, me yeah, off, yeah, that's true, and it, excellent. It, what, what makes it great to me. And why I love the film is because 
every single shot is is over stylized every single shot is plastic stylized world of what the fuck world this isn't real like and yeah. that that annoys a lot of people with certain filmmaking like you know like let me watch a movie and get into the story not see how perfect and beautiful and stylized and sure. colorful every fucking shot is but what made it work in this film was that was the world we were in it was this plastic mo- world of models and and fake human LA. being yeah. and yeah. la and and so every stylized fake world of this whole thing and it just made the whole uh, um the whole film just moved and, and, and I was like uh, and I loved looking at every shot but then it was like yo this is their world this is the yeah. world of this yeah. this is the world that this woman was living <clears throat> whether it's her brain or real life or whatever it is that's the world we're in so I really fucking such a pretentious film but I think it really worked on every level that it was supposed to and I like I said I show it to people who like the films I like and they're like Ari that, I hate that movie and you're a dick <laughs> fuck that well, movie I was, I was so called, it's one of those I've been called a dick for recommending his movies several of those yeah. uh, Valhalla Rising I've been called a dick for recommending that movie yeah. Yeah. Uh, another especially, misrepresented movie yeah especially Only God Forgives people get so pissed off at me they're like oh. well he, he, he'd agree with you remember <laughs> the, the interview with Freakin he was like he was like he was like, well, you know, I'm not saying, oh, like, like, only God from Pids is a masterpiece, which it is. <laughs> and then he calls See, I love that he says that. Then, but he still <laughs> disowns fear. I was at, I've met him twice. The first Q, yeah. it was a Q&A for Only God Forgives. The whole cast was there. And afterwards, <clears throat> I pulled him aside and I was just like, hey, man, that movie Fear X. And before I could get the rest out, he was like, I know, I know, it sucks. Okay. And I was like, no, no, I'm trying. And then, like, he just kind of left. Then years later, I met him again at a Neon, Deon, Neon Demon screening. He didn't remember me. And I was just like, hey, man, Fear X is one of my favorite. I just had to lead in quick. And he was just like, wow. he was taken aback. But he's like, oh, oh, wow. Well, but, that's, that, that's that funny story where I told you I ran into Francis Ford Coppola in front of B&H photo in like 2002. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, are you Francis Ford Coppola? Because I had a feeling. But this is, again, like, yeah. how, how many directors do you know aside from like a couple, you know, person yeah, that rides yeah. with mint and marimino like you don't really know a lot of directors faces sure. um and i was like i was like are you francis for coppola and he was like yeah i was like i just want to let you know that um uh rumblefish is my favorite <coughs> film which, which at the time it was true it's one of my favorite yeah, movies yeah, i don't yeah. know why like the 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 lyricism of it the color the sound like this weird sort of world that you, and totally he just looks and diane lane yeah first crush yeah, yeah, she's she, 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 she she's the most beautiful woman ever. Oh, that's why you, you told that story because I remember. Tell, so, Saeed from Antipop Consortium was on Facebook. This was years ago. He was at Heathrow Airport and he was he had a picture with this guy. He's like, look who we met in the airport, Francis Ford Coppola. And there's all these comments like, that's not Francis Ford. <laughs> was that's it? not. It was Saeed. It was just some guy. Uh, no, that's what made it funny. <laughs> it was just some dude. He didn't. It wasn't even like he kind of looked like Francis. He was like, who the fuck is it? And it was like, no, Saeed. That that's not Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, but anyway. So and now I, I remember. Actually, I, I hung out with Coppola for a little bit one night. It was oh, uh, no. it was at a. Um, Meatpacking district spot. I forgot what the club was called, but maybe APT, maybe apartment. Remember that place? Yeah, I do. Like, I do. You know, yes, like, yeah. yes, yes. Paul used to DJ. Yes, of course. DJ I saw the DJ from Portishead. Uh, he did a vinyl only set. Yeah, I think it. I think it, I think it was that ball. place and next door to that. It was around that time APT, when that was going on. But wow. but um, uh, Sophia was there, and I, I think it might have been when she was dating what what's Spike like Jones yeah, yeah, well, they were married I believe well, well, so yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's it's a fear like the rapper yeah you know, so, so oh uh, that would have been the great no nah, so uh, I was sitting down and, and Copeland sits right next to me not meaning to yeah, you know yeah. 
And I was like, hey, Coppola, what's up? And he's like, hey, how are you? So we just right. started talking, you know, I started getting yeah. on the movie nerd talk. Yeah. And we ended up talking about Marco Ferrari. I said, hey, are you familiar with Marco Ferrari? I'm just curious. You like his films? And, and he's like, oh, yes, I, I, I do like Marco Ferrari's films. Yes. You know, so we started talking a little bit about mm-hmm. that. But that was my only, you know, uh, cult moment. I got moment. it. Did, did, you know? He was did, so, did, did, also, like, also like, Jim would be around all the time at that time. You know, you know, especially because he was connected with Wu. So, so yeah. hey, what's up? Come I, on. I have, to, I have to ask, though, with the Marco Ferrari talk, did he get... Did you go deeper beyond like no. Le- Le Grand Buff? Like, or did did, did you talk no, about any other? We didn't go deep with because Dillinger's Dad is probably my favorite. Well, Dillinger, you know, Dillinger's Dad is a masterpiece. It's such a like, and it's like a, a nothing movie. That's what's so great about it. Yeah, nothing. It's just the guy it's hanging out, so walking around. So yeah. fucking phenomenal. And the thing, the funny thing about Dillinger is Dead. I was already a Ferrari fan, mm-hmm. and and I love this film. This guy put me on the Bye Bye Monkey. Oh, so. it's great! I love that movie. Well, yeah. that's another polarizing one. You show to some people, and they're like, "Ah, what's just the message? What are they trying to say with that?" And then the, the next people will, will say how much they love it. So it's another one of those. But, I, but yeah, but those are the movies. No, I no, like. what was you gonna say? No, I saw that at the time. This is the first time. I only saw it a couple years ago. I was ready to leave New York. So that's like the that's like the movie you don't want to watch when you're sick in New York because it's just like oh I'm moving tomorrow. This, this movie is, this is exactly how I feel. But, yeah. I mean, go, but go ahead. yeah, yeah. So, so Dillinger is dead. Is uh, so I said okay, this is one of his masterpieces supposedly. Mm-hmm. So I was watching it, and he, you know, the the punchline to the film. Well, not the punchline, but you know, the main thing at the end when what he uses the yeah. gun for. Blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. I don't want to. He uses that shot. In another film of his in the future. Now I should know which one it is, but now I'm forgetting which. Oh, maybe maybe it's I Love You. Transfers to maybe it's I Love You. He did a movie called I Love You. Yeah, he did. I think it might be in that one. But he used a clip of it on the television. Mm -hmm. So I I seen the gun do what it does already. So so I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay. So the whole point of this movie is he's gonna do that. He's gonna build a gun and then that's the end. And then okay. So I kind of almost was like, am I disappointed by this right now? Yeah. And, and I and I was enjoying it, and I was kind of like, I don't know, you know. And then, and then when it happened, I was like, I don't know. This is the one. And then as soon as it ended, my whole brain was like, Yo, put that shit on right now again. Right. <laughs> so right. I shut it off. I put it on and watched it again. And I, and I was like, and then I was obsessed with it. And all week I kept watching yeah. the same fucking movie over and over uh, again. One, as as weird as this sounds, one of the first tweets of mine you ever liked. Was this had to have been a reference? Well, it was a uh, the movie Palookaville. Oh yeah, they Vincent Gallo robs a bank with an orange pistol, and I remember putting it. I was like, this has to be like how many movies with orange pistols? Like blah blah blah. Um, and then I remember you would like that. He was like, oh, I love uh, Dillinger's. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, oh, anyway. there you yeah. go. Yeah, 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 I remember uh, that. That was and, years ago, actually. Wow. Yeah, and Francis Ford Coppola gave me the weirdest look because yeah. I don't think yeah. many people <laughs> tell him that Rumblefish. He's made other movies that are that that people like a lot. You know what film that Henan Lada really, really fucking loves? Mm-hmm. He 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 uh, um, he made me watch it not long ago, and people hate it. But um, it's the new one, the horror movie with uh, with uh, Val Kilmer. What, what's the one? He oh, did? Twixt. Yeah, he really loves, oh. it, loves it, and he really loves it. Loves with it. Elf. Bring it back to yeah with Elf Fanning, Bruce Dern. That's yeah, an interesting. Yeah. I always love the dynamic. Anytime actors who um, were once married. Divorce, but then act together. I forgot her name, the actress in, in Willow, because that's how they met. Her and Val yeah. met and they got married. It's inter- I remember Dan Deacon was supposed to do the score for that movie, but it just, it just, it didn't. I saw that at TIFF. I saw that at Toronto Film Festival in 2011, Twix. Bruce Stern was great in it, though. Yeah, he was. Of course yeah, he, he was. was but speaking, speaking of that, but right now, I'm, I'm like, I really can't wait to watch Bad Biology again. Really? <clears throat> I, I liked it, man. I, well, here's the thing. It, it had like, you know, I'm, 
Can I say something? Yeah, of course. Man. And potentially, I hope, I hope, I hope it doesn't make you feel a certain sort of way. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is like, uh, like, like uh, if Hal Hardly made a trauma film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Which I love that. Comp- I, I mean, because I love trauma. I love Hal Hartley. He's from Long Island. Hal from Long Island, and also Lloyd Kaufman has made cameos in Hal Hartley movies. So I, 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 I always love <laughs> that analogy. I just like such the, a like, I don't know. I just like the sort of like. There was this very like analytic, but but also gory and. Well, that that film is uh, Henenlotta's baby, you know. Uh, and you wrote it. Yeah, we wrote it together. I produced it. I, I casted it. I, I, I uh, yeah, buddy, we definitely know you cast. Did, we know did, you casted. Did the wardrobe. Did the locations. I did. I mean, I mean, what? anything you can name. Drove I, I the know, fucking truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it don't I, matter what. I, it I know. I know Eleanor. So there is that. Oh, scene. Hendrix is great. She's, she's a she's great. a wonderful, wonderful yeah. human being. And she's an awesome actress too. Yes, yeah, she is. So that scene with where like Rude Jude. He's yelling at Eleanor. I was like, "What? This is this is this is out of nowhere." Out of nowhere. Yeah, I feel I bad not book. telling you to watch that movie earlier, just because like you always talk about Rude Jude. I don't know why that didn't click in my head. Like you should watch. Bad well, because I love Rude Jude because he's he's like he comes <coughs> out. You look as, like him. You look like Rude Jude. I'll take it. Yeah, he, he comes <laughs> off, he comes off as a knucklehead, but his prose is incredible. Yeah. His writing is is really good, yeah, yeah. and his radio shows. He's a nice guy too. He's a good guy too. But uh, um, with Bad Biology, it was Henenlotta's baby. You know, it, what it was is uh, being a rapper and being an entertainer and, you know, signing there a major label. a lot of rappers in that movie. No, well, what happens is uh, you want to, you don't want to, because, you know, when, when you're making music and A&Rs come and mm-hmm. they want to control your project and this and that, it's, it's frustrating. So as a producer, I wanted to just make sure that I could get Henenlotta all the tools he needed. You know, so they would think they, they would think. Well, no, it was trying me me trying to be a producer that lets the artist be the artist. Right. So that's what I was doing. So there was a lot of things that I would have done different different with the film. That that if it was if I was making it today, I would have said, oh, I want to try. But but then I would have been taking art away from the artist. So I didn't want to be that guy. So that's why I don't know if I want to produce again because like I think the next film I put my hands on, I might want to just say, hey. You know, I can change whatever I want to do. I can direct it, do yep. whatever I want to do. I want to do that. This was me making sure that Henelada had full creative freedom, do whatever the fuck you want, do whatever shot you want, whatever, however the fuck you want to do it. Like, that was my job. And if you need this, if you need this amount of actresses, you need this kind of location, if you need this, whatever you need, that's what I was doing. So mm. even in editing, he wanted to edit the whole film. You know, boom, they set an editing. He wanted to do sound. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So it was really... It, Henenlotta's baby and because of that when I talk to Henenlotta and publicly he says it too he says that Bad Biology is his favorite film that he's ever made and me I'm like come on Bad bad, uh, Brain Damage damage. Best Case the original Frank you know but this I think because he had no hands making him do anything differently he got to be you know so and and for the listeners who may not know it's like about these two characters with their genitalia do crazy things and yeah. it's intermixed with art. Go see it. It's great. 
it's yeah. it's uh, and a lot of his best film is be, uh, Brain Damage though. If you if you if you haven't seen Brain Damage, that's that. I don't me, know that, if I can argue that. That to, me, that to me is his masterpiece. Yeah, I, really I saw that. Did you do the side by side of the Matrix with with Brain Damage? Yes, or I did. You did that no, one? no, that was that a great was one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that that and the and the Alien opening is not, but the Matrix and but that oh oh the multi panel one with the, the going bad, in the back. Of the, oh, yeah, that was yeah. definitely me. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, bad yes, ones yes. are the ones he hasn't done. Yeah, or the obvious ones. The obvious ones. Or when I'm bored and I want like a few hundred likes and retweets I'll, I'll do the low hanging fruit just because it's <laughs> but, but it's funny a lot of filmmakers was like if you talk like I've seen David Lynch speak so many times and he'll say Eraserhead and Inland Empire are his two favorite movies that he ever did because wow. they're, they're like how, going back to how hard Amateur is his favorite there was, movie there were Eraserhead you know? vibes in in um in Bad Biology if you ask of me of course well, you've seen Prevenge from the, that's Marx's favorite movie from a comedy yeah, you've seen Prevenge no 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 oh as I'm I'm not I, I don't like to speculate, but I feel just just the premise of Prevenge to some degree in certain shots. I wonder if Alice Lowe ever saw Bad Biology. I'll just leave it at that because there's there's there are some the plots of the movie are, are different, but there's just certain thematic things in there. You would love Prevenge. Who was um Alice Lowe? She was um you know Ben Wheatley. No. What uh, he did like Kill List or uh, High Rise, uh, See, a field in England. If it happened past yeah. nineteen ninety, I'm like, what is that film? I don't she, know. <laughs> she was one of the. Like, she's but she's in this movie called Sightseers, where it's like yeah. she falls in love with this guy, and then she realizes like, oh wait, you're a serial killer, and they just go and she just helps him. And they go across uh, country, but she 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 was kind of suffering from postpartum depression after she had a child. And she made this script, and she ended up directing and starring in it. It's just about this woman who's eight months pregnant getting revenge on people who did something. Oh, and then that's the premise of the movie, but it's it, there's it's, some certain bad biology vibes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it, it was good. Well, yeah, Jennifer's yeah. character, you know, that was, uh, I think it was a really uh, pro-woman character, you know. I think sure. uh, a lot of women could relate to the Jennifer character in bad biology. And I don't... I don't um, I don't uh, put that on me. I put that a little bit more on Frank, you know, because he always wanted, he wants his characters to be sympathetic, even if they're doing terrible things and stuff. Meanwhile, like, I'll just make them do this terrible thing, you know, and then he wants to, you know, yeah. he wants to cushion it and make it right, you know, like give it layers, not just make it, uh, you know, he wants the, the audience to still like you. Even sure. if, you're, if you're Dwayne and, and Basket Case having your fucking twin brother murder people, he wants yeah. you to still like Dwayne, you know, yeah. which, which is, you know. One one, but he's 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 pretty so much a genius. Not at easy that. to do. Yeah, yeah. What what like are there newer things that you're feeling? Film wise, yeah. No, I, I don't like well, too many new films. It's bad. It's 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 there's bad. A, there's I, a I lot like of the Ruffin film we just talked about. Right. And, yeah, I guess and, that's and, new. It's 2016. And, that's, that's oh, new. that's super new to me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's uh. I, I turned into that guy. I, I'm more. I like being more of a historian, and, and there's so many. Uh, masterpieces of, that have been made in, in the past that I haven't seen that I'm trying to watch this and watch that where like I don't want to go see Avengers I don't want to see Captain America I don't want to see anything like like if I put it on on a plane I'll watch 10-20 minutes of an Avenger and be like it's fucking the same shit I don't well they openly will say that there's a cookie cutter esque the directors of each movie it's always like, oh we got Ryan Coogler oh we got Kenneth Branagh they got all these names but they it's been they direct about 60% of the movie, you know, the 40% is the studio because they need yeah. everything to tie I together. Still, yeah. I still think, like, I've said this before, like, like Citizen Toxie is probably my favorite superhero movie. That and Iron Man 3. But mostly. <laughs> but mostly. <laughs> Citizen Toxie. Uh, is Tiffany in that? Tiff, Tiff Shepard, is she in that one? Uh, I know she was doing, she was in Tromeo and Juliet, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, so it's the fourth one. It never, like, it was considered too controversial. 
And then it finally got like I I had a friend who worked at Troma and he Citizen got me Toxic C- controversy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is it worth watching? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes, it is. absolutely. But as a, as directed it, is that the one James Gunn wrote or, or no, no? James Gunn or might wrote? have written Citizen. No, I thought he wrote Tromeo. Tromeo Juliet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know for, what he did in Troma. I just know he worked for Troma. He worked for stuff, and that. But yeah. you can sort of tell in his movies that he has that sort of vibe to it. So I'm gonna um, watch Citizen Toxic. Citizen now. You know, Toxic. I just figured because it was number four, right? It was number four. Yeah, I think so it's I the best kinda... one of the, it's the best one of the series. Wow, I'm gonna, easily. I'm gonna look at it. Yeah, and it would totally be like it's totally cancelable, quote unquote, nowadays. Sure. Because it's like super offensive, but I think what's like, in it that happens? Um, so he goes to there's like an alternate dimension, and in the alternate dimension, his his alternate version is called the Retard Revenger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like apparent like the that word now if you just you if you try to talk about people with developmental disabilities yeah. it has to be under such a coddling view yeah. which people, I don't think people helps aren't anybody. even offended you know the, the the actually uh mentally retarded person isn't even offended they don't even care you know it's like these other people who want sympathy because they know someone that's mentally retarded you know that's what it is like we you know like I, my, you know my story. My my brother couldn't walk or talk. He was blind. My sister yeah. couldn't walk or talk. Uh, uh, my nephew couldn't walk. They, and they all p- died throughout the years. You know. And I'm sorry for that. No, no, no. It is what it is. Right. But like then when I see all these people who don't even know, you know, disabled people right. don't even know mentally mentally ill. I don't even see. See, I'm trying not to use the word retard, but like. I've used it my whole life. Like, meanwhile, but I'm changing diapers of kids with, right. you know, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's yeah. like you know, and I, I've lost, I, my, my sister lived 26 years and yeah. died. My brother lived 10 years and died. You know, you know, my, my nephew lived six months and died. And now I got to make sure you don't say the right, wrong word to, to describe something because times change. Which and, is and your literal and, fucking life. Yeah, it's my life. Exactly. So that's the so problem that's, with, with And society. that's the problem with, with, and the people who will be outraged are people that do, it doesn't affect their performative life. Performative outrage. Way. Well, that happens. Right. Yeah. I've, like, I've I, worked with adults with disabilities on and off for 20 years. Well, well, you, yeah. you said it happens like that. Like, look, look at black folks. With, with well, white no, folks, literally, white folks literally want to be like, oh, you, you know, the, meanwhile, you're the most racist white fucking person ever. Well, I've had and, and, other and white people wanna... tell me I should be offended by something. It's just like, yeah, like, no, who the fuck I'm not. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, no, actually, I'm not, but but like, who am I to be the arbiter of your outrage? But 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 like a move, but like Penitentiary Three, which is a movie I like, and also there's, I, but there's a connection <laughs> to like wrestling too, because I like yeah, pro wrestling for the kids in it, and it's just like. And I think when you people who know because I love Tarkovsky, I love Claire Denis. So when they found out that I also like a movie like Penitentiary, it's just like you shouldn't like that. You shouldn't you be offended. And they're like, no, I'm more yeah, offended by that, no, that, I'm offended that, by what you that's just racist said. That you I'm think offended a black by man you just said that. Offended by yeah, something exactly. Because you're exactly. fucking too too prude to fucking. And, and what do they always say? The, the first, it's like, don't you like Spike Lee? And it's like, you know what? I like some of his movies, yeah. but why is it always got to go yeah, to Spike Lee? There's like, also more like, than men, more course. more than one black director. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spike Lee. I, I, I have a friend. Uh, 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 black, oh, so I think Spike Lee would like it. I have a black Certainly, female be the filmmaker one, in the industry, and I'm not gonna say a name because sure, sure, sure. No. But uh, she deals with the shit every day. Yeah. And there was one thing about there was a rapper thing that they wanted her to get involved with a documentary type mm-hmm. of thing, and she was in a meeting with all these like you know Hollywood white people, and she said that they were like. Um, they were like, do you know how important this is for the black community to explain this story? Uh, and she's like the only black person, black course, woman uh, in the room. Of course, of course. And, they're, and, they're tell, and she, she, <laughs> left, she left the thing and she was like, she was like you know, sitting there t- you know, and I'm thinking how silly the fucking thing yeah. is. Yeah. But right. they're, all tell, they're trying to convince me to I've tell me that I need to tell this because I'm a black woman. I need to tell this story to the black community. Like, what the fuck yeah. kind of shit I've is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
and then also the same like the same thing with like how we're supposed like we're just talking about a trauma film that film is entertaining and yeah like i've oh you're talking about uh, the going back no no because that's where we're going back oh yeah yeah. because like my whole my issue with outrage culture is the fact that people are outraged about words not about actions not about like how people like don't say the word but what what are you doing to like make sure people are treated a certain way like or to tell people how you're supposed to be offended i've worked with adults with disabilities for most of my adult life and like they're offended Should by we bring my stepmother in here and ask her if she's offended by the word the word it's her kids. It, it, she'll, she'll, it's her kids. I'll bring her in right now. You tell me. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, that's <laughs> but, yeah, but exactly. But exactly. I mean, she'll tell you. She'll be like, yeah. "Look, man, or like, 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 I, I raised those kids, right? You know, like, oh, it's a word. Like, it's like I'm, I'm more offended by like the the laws that that fuck with people with disabilities than people using a word, or like, like, you know what I mean, or like. I remember like people getting very upset about that LP song, The Full Retard. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, were then, they? Yeah. And then parents. But they took that from the, the Thunder. From, uh, yeah, from yeah, the movie. Yeah, from Tropic Thunder. Yeah, but Tropic they weren't Thunder. offended about the blackface in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, people were. Yes, they were. People were offended by it. But then they. But that was such a surface level that they were trying to make fun of people who are kind of like that. They weren't doing blackface that. I thought that was a, that's another example of when people I was like this was MySpace days like Tropic Thunder was funny and people were like you weren't offended but like no he was making fun of people like who, t- who like like you or like people like a Jared Leto or even sometimes Daniel Day Lewis who go too far like just act like method yeah. acting is a thing but like when you have to go as far as some people what's have gone to do things it's like about satire. Today? what's like the thing that everybody's satire. tweeting yeah. about today the. Uh, Yes, exactly. The LaQuisha movie or something? Did you hear about? Well, that, that looks thing? Du- yes. It, it, it looks, looks it looks it looks terrible. It looks like the worst idea ever. Yeah. scripted. Like I don't understand. That I think I would see. But it, it reminds me of Soul Man. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is even the problem with LaQuisha is the fact it's this whole thing of like the stereotype of black women always tell it like it is and that, like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. like the whole the look of I don't care that's the only that's my only issue with that movie yeah, it's yeah. just like this whole white guy and it's just like and he wrote the loud directed and, and the, and the stereotypical he, black that's what annoys me other than that it's but again it is mostly white people like okay so good point people like myself like black twitter or black folks on twitter it's like yeah this movie looks dumb but we're more making fun of it than like let's go outside and pick it no we're like what the fuck is it like we're laughing at it I don't it. know there's Whereas a lot I of folks like, that are offended by it no and, but, but and, I don't and, yeah and just the fact that they were able to get financing for it it's like you know yeah. Yeah. I would just rather watch Shadow Boxer yeah, yeah. I, I saw that movie theatrically too. That's the one with uh, Cuba Gooden and, yeah, and Helen, Helen, Mirren. Helen Mirren. Lee Daniels is his first uh, directorial. Oh, I forgot that he did that. Yeah, yeah that, that was his it's, first it's movie. The, it's first the one he directed. It's the one I like. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. I, 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 I like the. I, I, I go on record. I like the Paperboy also. Yeah. It's just very much. It was supposed to be an Almodovar movie. He was supposed to do that. And at the last minute, there's a string of movies where if it was just like Stoker. Or whatever, where a lot of the foreign filmmakers were coming making English language movies, and they were not good. And I think it just—it's just from communication. And Almodovar doesn't speak English well, and he was worried that like it wouldn't be good. So he—he—he's listed on, under the screenwriting credit and as a producer, but he—he he preferred to just have and a gay guy directed it. So at least there's because Almodovar is gay himself. So I—I I, I like Paperboy also. Yeah. Um, 
I don't like anything else he's done. I'm trying but. to think of anything modern, though, because like I said, I... I well, I, oh, I want to go back to... So as a horror historian... And his Lucretia just seems dumb. That's all I think. Oh, yeah. What about... Like, just like, what, and, your, and it just seems like an ignorant person that would even think that in his mind. Oh, of course, of course, of thing. course, of course. It goes without saying. Yeah. But what's your take on, like, a Get Out or Us? Now, as someone who loves horror, to hear people go, like... Us is the greatest horror movie ever. Or well, like, well, here's the thing: is I, I've been meaning to see Us, mm-hmm. and I had my kids in Germany, and we were like, "Oh, let's get the babysitter. Let, let's try to see Us." And yeah. we, we've been trying to yeah. see it. And then I came to New York, and I'm working on my album, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, I'm going to go see Us." I still haven't seen it, but I'm going to watch mm-hmm. it. Sure. I've heard mixed things about it. You know, um, I, I've heard from my horror people, you know, that that it's not as good as I think it's supposed to be but I don't know I, I want to see I think it's a victim myself. of its own hype but I don't exactly. think it's a bad it's, pretty it's not a bad movie yeah. but it's also a victim of its own hype get, get out on the other side on the flip side is yeah um, we're educated on film history so we know you know all the films that it's influenced by and it, it's you know it's an updated uh, uh, racial version of you know a lot of the 1950s science fiction yeah. and horror yeah. and we, we kind of know all the references so we've seen the film before except that they put this, you know, really interesting you racial know, twist to twist it. to it. Yeah. So when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, it's funny. It's smart." Yeah. And I and I left. I said, "That's cool. I liked it." But then when it became like the greatest film of the year and all this stuff, yeah. and it's so like the most iconic. And then and then when um when uh, uh Del Toro's film won Best Picture, you know, oh, The Shape of Water. When that one, yeah. which I wasn't a huge fan of that either, but I liked that movie. I it was know. fine. I, mean, I, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Was, but if you ask people that year, what was the what won the Oscar for Best Picture? Every time people are just like, uh, they have to think. For, yeah, well, same for with this minute. year too with the Green Book. Nobody knows what. No it was one's saying. gonna. You know, so no one watched that. I don't believe yeah. anyone saw that movie. But but uh, uh, but get sorry. get out. I thought. Um, you know, I wasn't blown away by, it, but I thought parts were funny. I, the, my favorite part of the movie. Was when uh, the the grandfather was running in the backyard. Sure. That part, yeah, sure. he was course. running right at him, and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" Because it was different. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. And then later, it turns out that he he raced Jesse Owens in the past, and he wanted the black, yeah. and he lost to Jesse Owens, so he wanted yeah. a black body to race yeah. again. Yeah. And I thought that was like little things like that were very smart and funny. Yeah, you know, so, so so it took it a little bit above just oh, it's just a rip off of '50s stuff. But like, I really think a lot of people who 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 did watch it. Don't sit through horror films and history. They don't because like they come it. up. They, anyone who uses there's that term now, um, high horror or like that's so dumb. I but hate that, that, that elitist that, that, bullshit. It's a tell that like you've only seen like some of the Nightmare on Elm Street, some of the, or maybe you just know who's who. Like yeah. you probably confuse Mike Myers for Jay, like those people. Like because horror has been a lot of like prestigious film writers. Horror is kind of beneath them. Yeah. So now they're trying... They realize how dumb they are, so they're trying to make up for it. No, so I, any horror movie that comes out now, like, well, it's a masterpiece because they feel bad about shit. No, but that's just dumb. Past, that's I just think. dumb because... Of course That's the same thing as hip-hop. You know, rap fans today, they, they want to discredit every great, you know, hip-hop record ever made because they feel stupid and inadequate yeah. if they don't know, you know, hip-hop. But yeah. that's so, also... So they, that also has so, to do so with... Praise, sorry. They praise all these, you know, all this mediocrity yeah, because yes, it exactly. makes them feel smarter. Oh, yeah. this is what we have now. You know? But that's yeah. also because um, Spotify and other late things, lack of access to stuff has reframed the narrative and retroactively changed the canon. So people like Lord Finesse, Breezley Bruin, fucking De La Soul are like not even being thought of because people can't find their records. Which is so so young Why people. Why can't they find a record with? Well, so, some with the Tommy Boy stuff, they lost soul stuff. You can't get any. I mean, yeah, because they're going you, through the fight right yeah. now. Like, yeah. there's a way, but the fact that you have to try. Like, a lot of people's Kids intro, like, 
kids don't want to try it. And I, I've talked about like so Grind many Day times. Grind Day is a lot of people's intro to De La Soul, which is very weird. Good album, great album, but that still weirds me out. That I want to, I want, I want to get back to what we were just but. talking about, but but also I want to say that like I used to just, I used to love the chase of like if I wanted to see a short film, having to wait for it to be shown, or like going to the library, Juilliard, and renting the real yeah. kids don't have to do that and for better or worse that's it's just a different sort of thing it yeah, is more like, appreciate when you have to do work to get something like you appreciate it more when, when like i spend my allowance album, on, like you just want to when yeah, i spend like, my allowance like my, my, on an my, album yeah i i was really going to listen to that album yeah. i did not yeah. want to well that, that that's what happens with me now people complain i don't put out enough music and i don't but, <clears throat> but you put I, out quality music yeah the thing is um I could I have hundreds of fucking songs. Yeah, yeah. And if I wanted to do what they do and just just keep hitting them with material, hitting them with the material, that's what they do now. But what happens is it's what you were saying. When Big Daddy Kane put out No Half Stepping and it played on the radio, you were like, Holy shit and you taped it on your tape and then you played that song, it was like really important and special to you. So what happens is that is a song that he could do for the rest of his life. Yeah. Where if if I put out a a, a a really great album that I worked very hard on, and I put it out five six years after the last one, and there's 20 songs on it, people hold on to those records and they go, "This is an RA record," and I go all over the world and I perform those damn songs because people love them. So I make sure when I put out a record, I put out songs that I w- I would want to perform for the rest of my life, rather than putting out three albums a year and they they barely remember one of them. And maybe you shot a video yeah, for yeah. one out of the three out, you know, like that shit. It's a different era, and I'm not <clears> saying one is worse or better. It's just the way I, I I'm kind of on the same page as you guys, where you say, yeah, let them appreciate it a little bit. You know, go yeah. do a thousand shows. Playing your music and then put out another record after that, you know. So yeah. it should also be noted also, too that some of your video, if you go to the count, they're at millions of views. Yes, and exactly. that and that counts for something too. Whereas like a lot of these guys who just I don't want to say disposable, but it's like throw something out, throw something out, throw something out, throw something and out, also and then like, it's like less views. So I think at the end of the day, it adds up. Where it's just like you take time to do something on on yeah. and on like on the playlist of of like records that. Like help me and my fiance. Like we have, we have a, a living playlist of records that we just put on. Like definition of a rap flow is on there yeah. because because I play that song for her and it just made her happy and we just would like that would be a song. So yeah, having that have like ha- being thoughtful and deliberate and not making disposable art. Yeah. See, but those are the kind of records I wanted to make. Something where you said, oh, you put it on and it makes you feel happy and this and that. I, I like making records like that. And what happens is when you're stuck doing underground you know because you're putting out 12 inches and stuff like this they want you know and then you you know you're doing features with you know the wu-tang and the jedi mind tricks and these you know hardcore type of stuff you know so when i was working on the last album before the one i'm working on now definition of rap flow it's fun and goofy and it references one of yeah. my favorite rap songs of all time the albie square mall okay there you go yeah yeah so so because so, yeah. i but, grew up but, near the albie square but, mall. but what i'm what i'm saying is you know, if I put out a, a album with twelve ultra dramatic beats and talk, talked about serious content, I could do that in my sleep too. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But I want to get, a, I want to go do a, a feel good record here, and then one that tugs your heart, and then yeah. go to a hardcore record. Yeah. I like doing that kind of stuff, like where a lot of people want to keep it in, like, you know, okay, this is this is the gun talk, drug talk section and we got you know eight songs like you know like i want to kind of hear let's do a sex song let's do a political song let's kind of do this new record that i'm doing it's uh 
You're gonna love it, man. It's really my best work ever, it, but it, it's sure. it's the best work I ever did, and uh, it's just I'm very proud of it, man. And, and uh, it's gonna get a lot of new fans. It's gonna get you know old heads that that respect what I've been doing are gonna love it. But uh, it's yeah. really gonna blow up. It's gonna be fucking stupendous. It's I mean, really you've been make making it. music for thirty years, right? Recording longer than that. Well, uh, you know, I started rapping. At, I was a little kid before puberty, man. I, I started rapping in 1986. Wow. So how many years is that? You know, uh, 33, 33. 33. And yes. I remember reading that article. You just telling a story about uh, have your Biggie just smacking your friend over and over again because oh, his friend uh, asked him to. Yeah, yeah you know that's the, yeah. No, that was that was uh, my friend Beretta. Yeah, he smacked him one time. Uh, uh, what happened was. Uh, he said, "Come on, Biggie, smack me," because he was drunk, ah. and, and he wanted. He said, "I'm too drink. I'm too drunk to drink another forty. I want to drink another forty. Smack me, so I sober up." And he asked my friend, and my friend was like, "Nah, chill." And he's like, "Yo, Biggie, come on, smack me in the face, Biggie." <laughs> and Biggie's like, "Yo, chill, Malt," because Biggie nicknamed him Malt because he was like, "I drink malt liquor." Oh, he's a drunk, crazy kid. So, "Yo, Malt, chill out, chill out." And uh, he's like, "Yo, come on, smack me." And Biggie just was like, bow, smacked yeah. him. And then, and then he's like, do it again. And Biggie was like, yeah. And then he was like, nah, 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 it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was also thinking about that story. Yeah. Because, uh, no, because uh, a friend of mine passed away last week. And uh, Damn, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. And like, we used to, we used to, you know, many years ago, you know, get drunk and punch each other in the face. And it just reminded me of that story. So. Yeah. Oh, can you say hi, Doug? Oh, hi, yeah. Hey, Doug. Right. You don't want me perfect. to say his last name or anything? No, no, Doug? no, no. no. no we always just, just every, every episode. We are, oh, perfect. Yeah, every episode we try to say, "Hey, Doug," and I ask Marcus if he's ever smoked PCP. Marcus, you ever smoked I throw, PCP? I, no, I haven't. I throw, I threw the P sign up at him like the phone could hear it or something. Yeah, <laughs> the PCP sign. Um, and I, like, I never smoked PCP either, but I did watch Dolomite. So, oh, oh no, no, which one was uh, Avenging Disco Godfather? Which was the one when? Uh, uh, Rudy Ray Moore was fighting PCP in the streets or whatever, or or, or, or Angel Dust in the streets. That was oh, this, yeah, that was a that that disco Godfather. Oh, right? shit. And also, like it wasn't one of the better. We ones. we often we often we often <laughs> the, or, the order is Human Tornado, Human Pete, Tornado's Pete, number one, Petey Straw, then Dolomite, then yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah, yeah, we all we often ask our guests if they've ever break danced, but I don't like. I feel like it goes without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was terrible, but I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, surprisingly, I just, I the one Liam Gavin, I had a boom yeah. director of a dark song. Oh, you yeah, seen dark song. I had a boombox and used to bring it to the school, oh, sure. and uh, used to put it down and and uh, do dance moves in the hallway at the school. Oh, sad. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I, we were gonna say, have you seen a dark song? Nah, I don't that's know. a recent horror movie. Came out two years ago. <clears throat> that I, I swear, I, I may be biased, but I feel like Scott. Was the first person on on tw- of film Twitter to really blow it up, and then like a year later, everyone kind of loved it. But we had the director of that movie on our on our show, and he's we found out that we found out he British that he broke dance. He, he was a break dancer also. Uh, a lot so of people cool. break dances you didn't yeah. know about, right? And yeah. I just started I just started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because I lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. And uh, sometimes just to practice, I'll just start doing do, doing doing my my four step. I forgot how to do a six step, but I can do still do a four step. But I wanna I wanna just bring back to what we're talking about is I do like it when these new films that reference old stuff, younger younger people are willing to hear this hear the stuff. Cause I was talking to I was talking to my, my, my cousin yesterday and he had just seen Hereditary. I hated it. Did and you guys love it? I was going to ask. Uh, well, no, so I, I didn't want I didn't want to discourage him because I knew that if I just said that movie sucked or whatever, like 
that would just end the conversation. So I was just like, what did you like about it? And what did you enjoy? And like, he was like telling me about what he liked and he was asking me to explain some of the stuff. He's younger. And then I was like, you know, can I send you Rosemary's Baby? Can I send you like these, these other movies? He was like, yeah. So that was nice. Cause he, cause, and I think because I wasn't like, I hated that movie. He was willing to like, yeah, I hate it. But that's the best. But that I wanted to like me. it. I wanted to like it, man. I, I'm I'm just the I'm just in the middle. It's like it's fine. But that's yeah. another overhyped. I think the hype. I, I think if that movie no, wasn't so thought, hyped, people would thought, think it was it was okay. I just I thought just, nothing happened in the whole fucking movie. I sat there for yeah. two hours. Like, is there a punchline? Is there something? Does something fucking happen? Do right. I give a fuck about anything? Do I care? I mean, sometimes that's funny. Like, and I wanted to like it. I hate being a hater, man. But like that no, one, I, no, disliking something isn't a hater. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but but uh, hot takes is hating, but not liking Bad something. Bad hot takes are hating. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because Mtume was explaining to me that that a hot take isn't isn't disliking something that's popular is disliking something that's popular for the goal of of controversy oh well you know what's funny is the night that hereditary well i don't know if it was the night but when hereditary was playing i was in town my artist afro was in town and we were like um okay uh let's go see hereditary let's go see a good horror movie i'm hearing it's like this really great horror movie let's go and I was like, and like some of my rapper friends were like, it's the greatest horror film of the decade. You know, like Locksmith, who's, who, yeah, who's a yeah, close friend of mine. Yeah. Greatest horror film of the decade. I'd seen him in Twitter saying that. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, people really loving it. So uh, I said, all right, let's go. I said, but it's two hours long. I, and I kind of let, should we see it? And I said, yeah, let's go see Hereditary. No, 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 no. Let's go see Hereditary. But then I, I opened the fucking phone, and you know who? Uh, there was a double feature, Maniac Cop playing at the Roxy. Oh, you, know, sure. you know the Roxy yeah. Theater. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, do we go see Hereditary or go see a double feature of Maniac Cop One and Two? So I was like, I got the kid with me. Let, let me take him to see uh, Maniac Cop. Bill and Lustig. Two. Yeah. So and Lustig was there. Oh, and, uh, oh wow. And then I, I said to Lustig at the end, I said, Yo, um, we're gonna go see Hereditary. Uh, but we, I saw that you were playing and you were here, so we came here instead. And he's like, oh, my God, R.A., did you see it? I'm like, no, I was going to see it. He's like, no, my God, it's like it's like flying to India with no TV and you're, and you're watching the back of it, like the nothing happens anymore. He said exactly what I thought, you know, after I saw it. I was like, wow. And then, and then he said it was like, you know, we were staying hoping for something to happen. So I was like, okay, so now I have my one friend saying it's the greatest film ever made and another yeah, one saying yeah. that, that it's terrible. So I said, there's got to be somewhere in between. But right. then when I sat in it, I, as soon as it ended, I was like, I hate my life for fucking doing it. But, but sometimes, sometimes it's fun. Like, like uh, we're, depending on when we release this episode, this, this, this episode has either come out before or will come out after. We're, we've been going through the movies of Claire Denis. Yeah. And I just watched the movie Friday Night, which is essentially an hour and a half movie about going to the store and buying condoms. Yeah, I don't know the film. No. Yeah, no, that is a way to... That's a way to look at it. There's, there's a bit more to it, but yeah. But you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah. but I liked it. Yeah, so really, it's all We'll go to the store to get condoms to do something with them. Well, right. It's not just to... to <laughs> yeah, the to, movie to doesn't end up getting the condoms. No, they, but they I'm just saying, stuff. like... like, I So, like, I don't mind movies where not a lot happens. Yeah, well, we were just talking about Dylan Jerry's dad yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> we had, that, that, that's the classic. Yeah, yeah. I will say, though, what I love about that story, because my age... No matter what you can say about it, I, there's plenty negative I could say about Hereditary. What I like most is that story, and it, and it goes into my Twitter persona a lot, too, where just like, I used to rent gummo all the time when I was in, in the 10th grade, all the time, all the time. And then finally, because I, I lived 
down the street from a video store. And then one day I, I, I would just rent it, re-rent it. And then one day I brought it back to rent it, to re-rent it. And the guy was like, you can't rent this movie anymore. Like, other, other people need to rent it. But he was like, but if you like this movie, you know, and this was in, this was 96. And, then, you know, so you had to, like, read magazines. And one of the guys was like, you know, Harmony Corinne, the guy, he really loves Werner Herzog. Uh, and Werner Herzog really loves this movie, so he made this movie called Even Dwarf Started Small. So oh, maybe, wow, yeah. so maybe you should watch this movie. And I was like, okay. And then I watched and it's it. Better than Gummo. And, and I yeah. was like, what the? Yeah. And then I brought it back, yeah. and he's like, well, yeah. maybe watch Todd Browning Freaks. And then so it was just yeah. like a chain wow. of like, and oh, so that was, guy killed it. Was it was all coming that. It was all because of this guy who would like talk. That's why I missed we video embrace stories. you. Yeah. We embrace yeah. you, one of yeah. us. And for me, it was yeah. more record source. I didn't really like. I, I love movies. What's but your favorite Todd Browning film? I'd have to go with Freaks. He's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's also not. I'm not the biggest verse, but Freaks, and probably just because of that story that I told, I can't not ever. It's like with Low and Theory. That's the first album I was allowed to buy, so that's always going to be in my top five. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't really listen to it as much, I don't need to because I listen to it so much. I think that's probably, there, there, there's a nostalgia. It's not just nostalgia. It opened the door for What's a lot of shit. What's your favorite Lon Chaney Senior? Lon Chaney Senior. Are you silent movie guy or not? Oh no, absolutely no. That no, it's a big. Mm. Yeah, you'd be stumping me. I'm yeah. I'm I'm more like. I love movies, but I really got heavy just like becoming a good friend with this dude starting his podcast. Yeah. Lon Ch- oh well, that Jekyll and Hyde is Lon Chaney, so Lon Chaney Senior. Mm. Oh, don't worry. Let's cut. Let's yeah. cut the whole Lon Chaney. Oh, show. that's all right. No, okay. <laughs> that's all good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I like so like again so. Your cousin will see Rosemary's Baby, and there's stuff that Rosemary's Baby. I mean, a lot of stuff will take from, but that, but that again, that'll open the door. Maybe he'll see Rosemary's Baby is now synonymous with the movie Mother. I'll, enough has been. That's just like kicking a I dead horse. I haven't even seen that movie because, like, you kind of should see it. Like, it's not good, but there's some parts that are funny. Was he mother, that mother, aren't supposed mother to be a, funny? Mother is another one that. Uh, that I, some of it does work for me, but I, I don't know if it works as a film. There, there's some Scott laughs that are going to come up. Like, okay. But you, 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 you see that that's where uh, uh, yeah. Glover got the whole video. For, you know, the whole ending of, of uh, Mother is what they turned into. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, the director. At least he admitted that. Oh, he Don, did? Donald Glover. He the did? director did. Not Donald Don Glover won't admit anything. Oh, that he, yeah, because it's the second I seen it, I went on Twitter and said, yo, this is the ending yeah. of Mother. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, no, nah, I, 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 he said the director said it. So himself. he said it. He yes, said it. yes, he did. When, when I'll, did he I'll say, it? I'll say, oh, I'll find the beautiful. link. I'll send it to you. It, it, uh, mother, uh, the, the, this is America. The, uh, the Donald Glover. The end of it is it. It is the it's end a of remake it. of Mother. And, and he absolutely oh, can. Seen, they did this thing. It was just like mother. the seven. Uh, oh, it's Asian guy, this director. He's like the seven things that influenced him to to direct that video. Oh, so, yeah. oh okay. But again, have you seen Entrance? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Oh. Talk called? about it, it's this film. It's an IFC Midnight movie. Our friend of the show, Patrick Horvath. He's a he's a horror director. He did a uh, Diner. Uh, what, what was the um, Southbound? It was like that anthology horror movie. He did one. Him and his uh, directing partner. But Entrance is like eighty percent of the movie. Nothing. It's a total Dillinger is dead. In the last twenty minutes, it's the greatest slasher thing ever. But the slasher aspect of it ties back to the beginning. It's like, oh, the, all this has to do with the beginning. It, it's a big payoff where it almost gets to the point like, nothing's ha- All right, I'm, I'm done with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was it's, about it's that to kind of thing. It's that kind of thing. Like, up. Oh, I was, text, I was texting yeah. Marcus. And it's not like, a long movie either. I was texting Marcus. I was like, fuck you. Why am I watching this? And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. See, see, but the difference yeah. between Dillinger's Dead and Hereditary is that um, the world was 
saying about hereditary that it was like scarier than the exorcist and scarier than this and scarier yeah, than people need to relax so, so now you're going okay seen the I'm not here so I'm not I'm not watching hereditary for for just an art film yeah. and if I was okay maybe I could have tried to watch it a different way right. which, which I still wouldn't have liked it yeah. but I still would have okay but now I'm watching it as a horror film and you know Dillinger is Dead I am watching it as an art film right so I understand you know but, but when hereditary it's like there's n- I don't like any of the scares. I don't like any of the chills. I don't like any any of the like. See, the problem is, with, see, films in the seventies, <clears throat> they were able to be art house films. They were able to be smart and well made and amazing. But then they still were able to deliver to dumb people too. And you know, you and know, be entertaining. Like, well, look, look, look. We were talking about freaking. Look at the French Connection. You know, it was fucking extremely well made, beautifully written, beautifully filmed. And then it had the greatest car scenes of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, even yeah. if you're not into filmmaking, you're watching like, wow, yeah. that's, that's, this is an exciting, yeah. great film. Yeah. And the same thing with The Exorcist, where like, you know, it beautifully acted, crafted, lit. You know, it's yeah. an art film, yeah. but at the same time, it delivers for the fans. You know, where now it's like it's either The Avengers or Hereditary. You know, like yeah. and there's can, no Hereditary Avengers. You know, can we get like Hereditary. something where, where we can get like a little bit of, of uh, you know, a little art house and a little bit of you know, in, you're getting that in Indonesia. Yeah, some of these like, what was that movie that came out on Netflix last year? The night comes for the us. Night comes for us. Yeah, have you I've seen, seen it? that? No. It's like it, it's. I hate sounding pretentious, but it's like beautiful violence. It it really like the just the choreography it. is send so me a dope. List it of does new stuff. Send me a absolutely. list of new stuff. Absolutely. Or say it in the podcast now. Like five new films. I need because that's the thing. That's the one thing I am behind on. Like, I like and, dark song, dark entrance, song, entrance. Night comes for us. Night comes for us. Oh. Is Night Come First the one with the, the is a Muslim movie? No, no, no. no, that no. One? Oh, no this the girl next door or something? Or the girl? Or, a girl who wa- walks alone at night. I yeah, thought that was yeah. a little overrated. I didn't I see that be, one either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take your time seeing that one, in, yeah. in my opinion. It's literally, have you seen Abel Ferrara's The Addiction? Yeah. It's yeah. that. It's, 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 it's that movie. Just from the black, it's shot in black and white, yeah. certain specific shots. But again, a lot of people have not seen The Addiction. So a lot of like I, I hate to get into ageism, but like a twenty an aspiring twenty four year old film critic would be like, "This is the first movie to ever do such and such and such." And it's like, yeah, you're saying that because you're you don't but, know. But to go back to what happens in rap music, but also like in in film stuff is like, there's this um, retroactive like revisionism where like people don't eat, aren't even checking for Abel for our past like King of New York, which is sure. not even his best movie. Not not at all. No, but it's still a great film. And, oh, I'm not that, saying that, it, exactly. Yeah, my favorite. I'm not film, saying it's a my, bad movie. My favorite film is probably your guys' favorite too, Miss Forty Five. Miss Forty Five, probably. I honestly, at this point, this the, is such I a weird. Mary, I think Mary is my favorite. I do love Mary. the funeral. Do you, do you know about it? It's, for, I, I, it's, I, I, it's I Forrest Whitaker's best performance. I remember that it was it was uh, he was promoting it on Face or MySpace or Facebook. That for was a around while. the time, two thousand five. Yeah, that yeah, was and the time. Uh, and I was like, I want to see that, and it just it didn't get very good. Distri- is it out? Is it on Blu-ray? It is came it- out in two thousand ten. Like that's how. On, on no, but you, you, you can get a DVD. You can get a multi-region DVD. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah Have yeah. you seen New Rose Hotel? Yeah, I saw that one. I like that. I didn't love it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I like, like the me- I like the messiness. Yeah, of it. maybe I gotta rewatch it. Maybe I gotta rewatch it. You know what it was? Because I, you know what it was, is like. I think Ferraro, when he's at his best, is one of the best. Even if it's not clean and this, it's just yeah, he's so gritty yeah. and he's such a great storyteller and he's so dirty and he's, yeah. he's like he's like that dude in yeah, the street. Yeah. And I also don't so, want to make it sound like I think King of New York is a bad movie. Yeah, it's yeah, a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but um, so I I was always in, I'm always in Abel's corner to make like a masterpiece, like something else that's like yeah. So Did you, you said, see, Welcome Mary? to New York. I didn't see that. Oh, that's another recent Woodard. Uh, 
they're, they're probably doing about uh, Dominic. It's about the Dominic Strauss Kahn thing, the nah, French guy that attacked stuff. the maid. So, and, so, and, uh, so, yeah. so that, that's out too. Welcome to New York is excellent. Yeah, you, you, it was put out by IFC. I want to, but anyway, yeah, you, you tell can me stream to do it. Able stuff fine. to see. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I used to see Able in the street all the time too. I Did believe that. Around? Yeah, well, believe. He, well, you know, it's funny. I've met him a couple of times in life. Yeah. He went to SUNY Purchase, right? Yes, well, he did. There's yes, Lamella's. Yeah. Yeah. There was a restaurant called Lamella's. It's still there in Little Italy, and it's one of my favorite restaurants. And uh, Abel lived upstairs. He used to rent out the room upstairs from Lamella's. So oh, yeah. you, I'd go to Lamella's with my papa, and I'd be like, yo, that's, that's uh, Abel Ferrara. He did, he did Bad Lieutenant. He did, he did you know, came yeah. to New York. He, my father, no, how did you know that? So I go up, hey, what's up? I said, yo, Abel, you're one of my favorites. You're a genius. And he was with, like, you know, a little young girl, 20, 20s, and she was sexy. And he was, like, he was like, well, let her know that. Let her know that. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, then you know, so I go there every once in a while, and I, I see him. And another time I seen Abel Ferrara walking down the street. And uh, I was like, yo, Abel, what's up, man? And, and, and uh, he put his arm around me. Like, yo, let's talk. How are we going to get this money, dude? What, what are you doing? You know, so yeah, he said, we're walking yeah, that street. Yeah, he's yeah. talking to me. Yeah. And then uh, and the girl who I was dating at the time uh, was actually in the movie Bad Biology. She was. She said. Uh, she said, "Was that a homeless guy?" I said, "No, that's the great director Abel Ferrara." <laughs> she thought it was some homeless guy yeah. trying to talk to me. I said, "No, that's the great Abel Man, Ferrara." There's there also that, that very strange scene in, in Bad Biology where uh, Vinnie Paz is caressing uh, the vagina faces and and dropping the end bombs, and I was like, "That is that is." Well, you know what that scene was. You know what's funny about that is uh, that scene was originally going to be uh, Tech 9 and Sean Price. Oh, and, my and, God. And, te and Tech, wow. ni Tech 9 um, was on tour, so I shot up that, I, I, I set up that date for a certain date, and then Tech's manager got on the phone with me the night before and said, look, you know, I, can we take out the vagina faces? You know, we, you know, we want to be in a horror movie, and it's cool. We'll do it for you, but, like, can we take, take out the vagina faces? We don't get it. Right. I'm like, I sent you the pages months ago and I set the whole shoot up yeah. around this and then Sean was like yo oh you know I got my kid with me you know I, do I want to be on the set who the hell knows what you got going like they both right, kind right, of right, flaked yeah, on me yeah. at the last minute and I said yo God, like this is a real movie I got 35 mil yeah, millimeter yeah, film yeah. this is like yeah, this right. is costing me wow. everything so it just by lucky coincidence which was crazy you know Paz helped put a couple bucks behind the movie mm -hmm. not a ton but I think like 15k or something and yeah. um and I called him, and you know, he tours a lot, and he's yeah. doing shit. And I said, yo, Tech flaked on me, and Sean, you know, he's in Brooklyn, and he's not, I don't know what to do, and we gotta shoot the scene. Is there any way you could get here from Philly? He's like, yo, are you kidding me? I'm like, yo, any way we could get, you know, I don't know what to do. So Paz was like, all right, man, all right. So, so I said, could you bring Reef? So he brought Reef. That explains. So, that explains so, so, so Paz and Reef drive up, and and Paz came through for me. Yeah. And, and so actually, the end bombs uh, in the script, we didn't wasn't even thinking about that because it wasn't as politically incorrect that you know rappers yeah, yeah, talking, yeah. rappers talking. Um, the, the 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 dialogue was originally for Tech and Sean Price. Right. So when we got there, he just had the pages. He wasn't thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, should yeah. I rewrite? Like we didn't even think of it. Like we were just trying to get everything shot, boom, boom, right, boom. Right. And, and then and then he left, and I was like, yo, thank you, I love you, thank you so much for coming through, because I was fucked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. a real friend. So, yeah. so 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 that happened, and then oh, okay, you want another antidote like that? Please. Then. Because I think rappers think you could just fucking reschedule shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, they don't understand yeah, a film yeah, schedule yeah. that if you got if you're having a 22 day shoot that like everything has to go smooth and everything has to be yeah. professional. Yeah. So um, 
my father, you remember seeing that the, my father, John Thorburn, plays the guy in the junkyard. And, you know, what are you, a twice? So he, he played a cameo where he was just in the background at some point. He was making such a cool face <laughs> that we were like, yo, he, his face is ill, you know? So that scene... I was wondering if that... That, that yeah, was originally yeah. supposed to be a rapper doing yeah. a photo shoot. And it was Killer Priest. And Priest, I said, yeah, Priest, you're going to pl play the rapper doing the photo shoot. So Priest said, yeah, man, I got you, I got you. And then I call him on Saturday, and he's like, yo, R, no, no, he calls me Saturday, like, yo, R, I can't make it to the junkyard on Tuesday. Uh, I'm out in Cali with my homegirl, and I can't get out there till next Thursday. Can we, can we do it next Saturday? I was like, no, I have the location yeah, for one yeah. day. Right. Yeah. So I call Hen and Lada, I say, yo, I can't get the rapper. We have the location for Tuesday. I can't get the rapper till Saturday. Should I call another rapper? He's like, yo, fuck rappers. He's like, your father's face is incredible. Can your father do it? He'll be better than a rapper. Right. So I was like, I I'll call him. So I called my father. I said, hey, you want to come do this scene instead of a rapper? And he was like, he was like ah, if you need me, son, you know, I'll do it if you need me, son. So yeah. that's how my father got <laughs> that awesome. part. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because yeah. uh, our, <laughs> our friend, our good friend, uh, Shaka King, he has this short film. Um, Moulin Yons. Yeah. So that movie, what was it called again? I'm sorry. I'm Shaka King. Okay. Oh, Moulin Yons. So it's a it's a short film. You can, you can oh, is that what you're doing? You can say it. You're oh, in it. And what the that's fuck? true. I am in it. Uh, so I'm in a short film by my friend Shaka King called Moulin Yons, which is which is just a, uh, about. Um, it's a twist on like. It's a twist on Italian mob, but it's just all black characters. And there's just one scene where his father was in it making a cool face. So it reminded me. Oh of damn! That's oh wow. Um, nice. But yeah. <laughs> That was that was yeah. fun, um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess as we start to wrap up, thank you so much for being on the show. Like my brother, yeah, my brother's is, not here. You guys got as long as you until my brother gets here. So, oh, that's fine because we got to okay, get back to the city. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, right. but no, this was uh, this went pretty much out. And as we tell every guest, you have an open invite to come back. Like when you know, if you want. Because as you, you see, we'll go wherever. If you, you when the sooner your album comes out, you guys should can... try to. It'll get more views if you try to do a, a, a <clears throat> the same exact thing, but do a video setup with it. Because then you get you get more than double the viewers. You know, that's true. It's that's more something work. we could. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Alrighty, how are you? Good. Just how you doing? doing? Doing a podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. Have fun. All right. Thanks. Next cameo. That's, yeah. that's, that's his house. Oh, okay. No, I mean, that's, that's I know, I know, husband. I know we we could we just we're doing it all by ourselves and this isn't our only thing. Yeah, I think the yeah. full-time work and the film writing I do for myself and other yeah. like you're not, wrong. you're not exactly, you're not wrong. You're not you're absolutely you're not right. not wrong. Yeah. It's just like especially we, if you get a, a actor that's in like one of those movies and something you're saying. No, we have people. Yeah. I mean, like also not like Yeah, not, shout out to not, Jared who's like Not for nothing. Been on a bunch like, of things now. You're <laughs> You're 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 a legend in in a lot of spheres, like so. You and know, also, kind of the embodiment of this. Pot. It's like two rap nerds, but also film nerds. So it makes sense that you would do this show. So it's like, yeah, it means, oh, it means the world that. to us, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem, yeah. no problem. Yeah, and, yeah no, because I like your guys. Uh, I like your guys. Uh, Twitter. That's what you know. You. All the all the movie stuff. Because there's so many people that act like they know films, and they're like they don't know films. But you guys are like, yo, those dudes are nerds. They know films. You know? <laughs> and also, yeah. I think the thing that we're willing to do is we're willing to say, I don't know this thing. Oh, yeah. well, of course, think, that's I how. Think, I think that's, yeah. that's how you learn. The issue is people. Who, who people runs, don't want to. Who get... wants one perfect shot? That thing. 
You know that site on me. Twitter? Sorry. What? No, I, I mumbled me to myself. Um, oh, no, why, you, I, you I, bought I it? No. Oh, you don't see One Perfect Shot? No, I, I know what it is. I'm just... Yeah, because uh, uh, they, they, uh, they, they, st- yeah. they started they, off... They like my stuff a lot. Yeah, they started off doing good ones, and now they write articles, and I hate so much of the shit they do. I'm like, right. God. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I think they got writers working with them now because so, like yeah. every article they ever do I'm like this suck like I'm so like sure. and, and I kind of comment at them angry like yo that's terrible that's a terrible list what the fuck are you doing it's terrible I think it's almost to the point wait wait are they gonna block me for, well when you gonna, when you again I know things are hectic now which is why I appreciate you doing this because uh, the other I, well, I guess you consider the third mic of the, the, the pink smoke they'd love for you to do uh, something for for that so down so down the road you have an open invite oh like a like, rubber, a, like a written thing like a type of written thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they easy. would love to yeah, yeah. yeah we'd love to have you on that but um this is yeah man yeah yeah this is great and like All i was right. saying before open invite when when you're out because i know you're still in recording mode when your album gets like closer to being released please come back on we'll we can meet you right. if you're in the country yeah no i'll definitely this be doing or if you watch any of those movies we recommended you liked them you yeah i'll text you so i don't forget i feel also. like we forgot some an important director man that's why you that's why you gotta come back we yeah, always yeah. we always we always do that like, who the fuck did yeah. we forget we didn't we, we talked about so much but didn't that's the point we didn't talk we about there's so much that we didn't talk about. <laughs> well, when you think, I, I, well yeah. we did touch Andy Milligan. We got into Hen and Lauder, of course. We got into Ferrari. Like, those are kind of, at oh, least, yeah, I, guess I thought those were the big three. But then, there's so many other, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got, did Jordowski. Yeah. The, the, the big three, yeah. Stillinger is dead, The Last Woman, yeah. The All Weirdo. Right. Hey, man. Cool. No, I really appreciate this. Yeah, yeah. Dude, thank you so I'm much. Good one. Thanks, yeah. thanks for going. Cool. Uh, Oh, it's still recording? It's yeah, we just left it on. Yeah, I mean, I, I edited af- after the fact. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so thank thank you guys for having me on. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, it, it was fun I'm, nerding out. I like can, nerding can out we, with can we people. Can we get a photo for, for the internets? Sure, you want a f- photo for the internets? I'll throw on my day of the dead jack, my dawn of the dead jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk in the Pentagon with a blood so catch it. Leave the president no shattered, stretch his neck like old gadgets. Toe tag stone cold faggot. I hold a chrome in a jacket. Go toe to toe with a savage and roll you over a cactus. Funerals of closed caskets, coke addicts, chrome ratchets, the whole package. I beat Moses on the head with them stone tablets. I kill Kennedy, brains blown all over Onassis. I hold my own with the axes and turn the Pope into ashes. Design frequency, I'm a holy, divine, lyrical deity. Even atheists and heathens and non believers believe in me. The punk ass devil was born sore for pile driving like Paul Lord. Steal his pitchfork and rip his horns off from the fourth horse. Fuck, I skin you alive and then carry the bones. Load the Ruger up and shoot you up like a Marion Jones. Vinny is out of his dome. Guinea that carried the throne. Give me it's that'll be stone. Trinity, that'll be home. We about to spaz. All ain't Vinny pass. All ain't Vinny pass. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We about to spaz. All ain't Vinny pass. All ain't Vinny Jack pussy, young rappers think they rapping is good. Young rappers get treated like fetuses in Planned Parenthood. This ain't no Mickey Mouse if he do Doc Disney. It's the cause of a grizzly. It ain't rain a drizzy. It's Thor burning Vinny. And no, Ray, that's my brother there. Anyone who wanna wear, I'ma leave them stumbling as if they had a ton of bear. I'm from Philly, it ain't a sucker to ever come from here. You a pussy, you see confrontation and you run what from here. What kind air. of dirty bitch did your daddy put his sperm in? Kitty porn web searching, pervert jerking, you serpents of Satan's servants. You get slave for certain if you put your faith inside of Satan's serpent. Stick the 
contemplated you while I embrace you like my favorite Stay person. in hell, burning slaves with chains on your brain like a turban. I make Abel kill Cain and get Bible pages reversed and brains bursting. It takes a taste of bourbon for me to rape a virgin and Vinny deal with mathematics like an Asian person. Keep out this fast, all ain't Vinny pants. All ain't Vinny pants. We don't give a fuck. 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 We don't Like Roberto Duran is the flight 103 Pan Am. It's the Gulf War between Iraq and Iran. Treat you like Indians. I'm snatching your land. I'm more dapper than Dan. I'm rocking my master the plan. I bring the roots without having a fan. Without having a fan, I could have never took care of my fam. I could have never done all the tours on the shores of Japan. Still would have slaughtered your man. Still would have aborted the plan. Still an apostle from Sham. Still I'm like Gordon Sudan. We've got this fast. All in Vinny Pants. All in Vinny Pants. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck.